Hey kids, it's me, Johnny Waters. Thanks again for listening to another wonderful episode of uh, The Gospel According to Stupid. Um, yeah, so it's been a couple of days, and it seems to me, looking at all the uh, stats and things, that you guys like listening to me on Sunday. Is that a day you guys like doing it? Because I'm seeing those numbers, and it's like X amount, it's like really low, you know, Monday through Saturday, and then all of a sudden, just everybody's listening to it on Sunday which is funny to me, and maybe it's just your own little taste of religion on Sunday, which I kind of get. You know, it's kind of cool. I, I dig it, man. Um, let's see. So what's new with John? What's new with me in my world? Took a little trip up to uh, the McCall area up uh, this last weekend, which was kind of nice, but there's not really a whole lot to do. We just missed the this like ice sculpture deal that they do every year, and when we got up there, it was like 40 degrees and everything was melted, um, so there was really only, you know, the option to drink, eat, and go walk on a frozen lake, which I only partook of, which was cool. You know, I like doing it. it makes me feel a little like Jesus. Um, and then I don't know how exactly I got back cause I was driving and it was probably not the safest of sorts. I don't know. I was tired too. And it was one of those like, Oh, we're home. Holy shit. Um, let's see what I do last Sunday. Oh, yeah, I worked. Yeah, I worked all Sunday. That was fun. Um, at an event that really not a whole lot of stuff happened. But I'm here now, Tuesday. Hello. So far, this week is moving by very slowly, and maybe because I worked on Sunday, and I haven't been sleeping too well. Have you been sleeping too well? I don't know. We got this little diffuser thing from doTERRA, and it, I think it helped, but I, I keep on waking up in the middle of the night for no reason. I think maybe we have ghosts. Maybe that's it. Maybe they're tired of me reading Exodus throughout the day. Or night, or you know, whatever. Uh, fuck. What else? I don't know. Um. Oh, big news. So I have time on Sunday, and I'm really thinking <coughs> uh, that I'll be uh doing that drunken episode that I've been promising. So far, I've only had like you know alcohol nearby, but I intend to get. At least a 5 out of 10 on the uh, John Drunkenness scale. So that'll be fun. Um, and I intend to do that on Sunday afternoon. Get day drunk and, and we'll read the Bible together. So you might, you know, those of you reading on, or listening on Sunday, you guys might just get a really awesome new episode. And maybe I should, uh, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, maybe I should make that part of the Patreon thing, being like, you get exclusive drunk episodes. Um as opposed to sober ones, but, so maybe there'll be, like, a couple of holes here and there where, like, but what, what about, like, chapter 25 of Exodus, or da-da-da-da-da? Well, you gotta buy the Patreon, man. That's, that's when, uh, that's when the shit gets real, you know, fun. Or whatever, I don't know. I'll, I'll find something. Maybe that's how I'll review movies, you know? I don't know. It, it, more science is needed, I think. Anyway, um... Okay, on with the show. Yeah, Exodus chapter whatever we're at, 21. Yeah. Okay, so... Um, okay, so we got the uh, Ten Commandments, right? Uh, and they were all pretty okay. I mean, they seem pretty easy to follow. But I have a feeling that everyone's going to fuck it up somehow in some spectacular, wonderful way here in just a hot second. And everything's going to come crashing the fuck down. Um... Which will be really sad, and I don't want that to happen. Okay. But we'll see. You know, I don't know. Uh, 
Exodus chapter 21. Uh, now these are the judgments, judgments which thou shalt set before them. Uh, if thou buy an Hebrew servant, six years shall he shall serve, and in the seventh he shall go out free for nothing. All right, slavery is the thing in the Bible. All right, we're we're hitting that a big thing. Um, but if you buy, okay, so you buy him, you buy a Hebrew servant, you, he serves for six years. Now I assume you take care of him and stuff, you feed him and board him and things. Uh, but you know you can't keep him that seventh year. That that seven year anniversary, free. He's free to be bought apparently again, or start his own business of of whatever you have him doing. I guess it's nice. It's not a like a permanent bondage sort of a thing, which is nice, I guess. But why? I mean, oh, maybe it's a maybe it's a daily thing. You know, the, the you work six days, uh, you get free on the seventh. So if you work six years, you get the seventh one free for nothing. But you know, you still probably have to work to feed yourself. So it's just kind of one of those things. I'm assuming, right? All right, cool. Good to know. Um. If he came in by himself, he shall go out by himself. If he were married, then his wife shall go out with him. Okay, fair enough. You got to make sure that, you know, the people he comes in with are the people he leaves with. If his master have given him a wife, uh, important, and she have borne him sons or daughters, the wife and her children shall be her masters, and he shall go out by himself. Uh, that's kind of a shitty rule. Assumingly until their seven years are up. Right? Hmm, shitty. And if the servant shall plainly say, I love my master, my wife, and my children, I will not go free, then his master shall bring him unto the judges. He shall also bring uh, him to the door, or unto the doorpost, and his master shall bore his ear through with an awl, and he shall serve him forever. Uh... Hold on. And his master shall bore through his ear with an awl. So are we piercing his ear, being like, if you want to stick around, you're mine, friend. Odd to me, it seems, this chapter, that is labeling out like, hey, my people, my servants, the people who first worshipped God himself, the numero uno gaudi, the eventual Christian God, etc., and etc., whatever, um is talking about enslaving his followers, their followers. This is the rules you must do if this is to be the case. I don't know if any other book ever does this. Isn't this odd? You know? Does anyone else find this a strange thing? I, I certainly do. But, you know, and hey, it's sometimes it's a nice thing to put in there. You know, sometimes you got to put some really nasty stuff in the books of how to do things in your daily life. All right, fine, fine. Uh, and if a man sell his daughter to be a maidservant, she shall not go out as the men servants do. Um, okay. If she please not her master who hath betrothed her to himself, uh, then, shall she, then shall he let her be redeemed. To sell her unto a strange nation, he shall have no power, seeing he hath dealt deceitfully with her. <sighs> okay, just trying to figure this out. Um, okay, it's not a man selling his daughter, so if the assumed slave man sell his daughter to be a maidservant, she shall not go out as the men's servants do. It's just not a thing. It won't, you can't do that, I guess. 
if she pleased not her master, so if he, if the daughter of said slave were to move into the master and uh, betrothed her to himself, if she's to become a sex slave of things or, you know, part of a harem or whatever, uh, then shall he let her be redeemed, okay, to sell her unto a strange nation. He shall have no power, seeing he hath dealt deceitfully with her. Okay, so... Uh, this seems odd. Okay, so we gotta have the maids, uh, the 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 daughter, can go to the master, please him, and then we can sell her. But it's gonna be bad. Huh? Okay, I guess. Like seeing he hath, it, it's you'll have no power over that. But I guess that's the thing. Dealing deceitfully with her would mean like you had her before the the marriage, I guess, right? And if he have betrothed her unto his son, he shall deal with her after the manner of daughters. Whatever that happens to mean. Uh, if he take him another wife, her food, her raiment, and her duty of marriage shall he not diminish. Okay. Uh, and if he do not these three unto her, uh, then shall she go out free without money. Okay. Huh. He that smiteth a man so that he die shall be surely put to death. Okay, fair enough. You kill a man, we kill you back. All right. Uh, and if a man lie not in wait, but God deliver him into his hand, then I will appoint thee a place whither he shall flee. Uh Okay. I'm a, I'm a little lost on 2113. Just just clarification of like so if you kill a man you're going to die, but if if a man lie not in wait but God deliver him into his hand, then I will appoint thee a place whither he shall flee. Um if you come upon a dead body and you weren't there to do it or if Someone offs himself around your company. You're you're not to blame. We'll give I I will give you sanctuary. I'm assuming. Um, but if a man came come presumptuously upon his neighbor to slay him with guile, thou shalt take him from mine altar that he may die. Okay. So if you come upon your neighbor if with the intent to kill anybody, you're gonna die. If you if it's an accident, uh, you're gonna be fine. It'll be okay. And he that smiteth his father or his mother shall be surely put to death. No shit. Yeah, okay, that's fair. Number 2115. Yeah, don't kill your parents, fuckface. And he that smiteth a man and selleth him. Oh, uh, and he that stealeth a man and selleth him. So you steal a guy, you enslave him, and you sell him. Or if he be found in his hand, he shall surely be put to death. So if you sell someone else's, if you sell someone who wasn't supposed to be a slave, you're going to be put to death. Uh, and he that curseth his father or his mother shall surely be put to death. Uh, not good for these families who have uh, uh, straining family matters. So if you're even cursing your father and mother at all, you're surely going to die. Ugh. Back to the honoring thing. And if men strive together and one smite another with a stone or with his fist, and he not die, but keepeth his bed... If he rise again and walk abroad upon his staff, then shall he that smote him be quit. Only he shall pay for the loss of his time and shall cause him to be thoroughly healed. Okay, so you get in a fight. You're supposed to make sure that 
he's okay, I guess. I think I saw that in an episode of Scrubs once, and I think that's how that goes. Uh, and if a man smite his servant or his maid with a rod and he die under his hand, he shall be surely punished. Ah, okay, so this isn't death. This is surely punished. If you're beating your servants, this isn't the same as, as killing someone of your equal stature. We're already setting up sort of a caste system, aren't we, of, of how this is going. Uh, but it, So you can beat the fuck out of your servants. If they die, you're going to get probably lashed a bit. You're probably not going to die. Notwithstanding, if he continue a day or two, he shouldn't let be punished, for he is his money. So if you beat him, and he goes, if you beat a guy, if you beat your servant for like, and he can still move and do whatever for like two days, and then he dies, you're, it's not, no, you're not, you're fine. Wow. Internal bleeding saved a lot of stuff. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, if men strive and hurt a woman with child, so that her fruit depart from her, uh, and yet no mischief follow, he shall, sure, he shall be surely punished according as the woman's husband will lay upon him, and he shall pay as the judge is determined. Ah, wow. Okay, so if you, if you beat a woman enough that she miscarries, uh, and she has a guy who, who is the, the husband, the father, the etc., uh, there's a judgment to be placed there, and there is a payment from the judges, uh, whoever those happen to be, assumingly appointed people. But you have that, I will, I will visit this upon you from, from the person you took that from, uh, the, in this case, the, in the time being, the, the man of the house as opposed to, you know, the, the victim itself, herself, um, Damn. I mean, that's you know, it seems a lot more fair, I guess, right? Uh, and if any mischief follow, then thou shalt give life for life. Okay. Uh, assumingly mischiefs mean you, you have her miscarry and then you fuck her later. Ugh, you rape her after. Uh, and you shall give life for life. Okay. Uh, eye for eye, tooth for tooth, hand for hand, foot for foot. Burning for burning, wound for wound, stripe for stripe. Assumingly, everybody, if everyone's equal and you're not a servant, if you take an eye, you lose an eye. If you take a tooth, you take a tooth, etc., etc., etc. And of course, Gandhi has that wonderful quote uh, about these two, 24 and 20, uh, 21, 24, and 25. Uh, an eye for an eye makes the whole world blind. And I agree with it, but I also see the, the point of this. It's just a, it's a warning, mostly. That if you if you're gonna do something, you better be aware to pay for it, and uh, it it it's a good warning. Uh, to be sure, I mean, if you have the warning of like, if I kill someone, I will die. So if I'm gonna kill someone, it better be fucking worth it, you know. Or I better not get caught. And if a man smite the eye of his servant or the eye of his maid that it perish, he shall let him go free for his eye's sake. Huh. Okay, so if you hit him across the face, his eye pfft, is explodes or whatever, that's freedom for that servant. And if he smite out a man's servant's tooth or a maid's servant's tooth, he shall let him go free for his tooth's sake. Oh. So in payment for the eye or the tooth, you lose his servant. So you don't want to hit him on the body, and that, ugh, fun. So that eventually they would just die and you wouldn't have to pay for anything. If an ox gore a man or a woman that they die, then the ox shall be surely stoned, 
and his flesh shall not be eaten, but the owner of the ark shall be quit. Uh, does the owner of the ox die, or does he just go like, well, I got a hand in the towel of ox ownership, I guess. I kind of like the, the ritual of, of the flesh of the animal that, that gored a person, um, be not eaten. It's kind of this, I don't know, I kind of dig it, but at the same time, we get all these stories of, uh, of people going into animal enclosures and getting eaten and, like, drowned and so on. And those people fucking deserve it. I mean, if you're gonna go into a tiger enclosure... Like with several tigers, you kind of earned the uh, a death by mile, by mauling and being eaten by a couple of tigers. That's what you earned, friend. And that I don't have any sympathy for you. Um, you were dumb enough to do that shit. I mean, no, not cool. Um, weird though. But the ox, when uh, were wont to push with his horn in time past, and it hath been testified to his owner, and he hath not kept him in, but that he hath killed a man or a woman, the ox shall be stoned, and his owner also shall be put to death. Um, oh, if it's an angry ox, and you know it's an angry ox, you're both going to be, and it kills someone, you're both going to die. If there be laid on him a sum of money, then he shall give for the ransom of his life whatsoever is laid upon him. Okay, on the dead person, I assume. Whether he have gored a son or have gored a daughter, according to his judgment, shall it be done unto him. If the ox shall push a manservant or maidservant, he shall give unto their master thirty shekels of silver, and the ox shall be stoned. Ah, huh, well, hope, it's, <laughs> hope he gores a manservant. Um... And if a man shall open a pit, or if a man shall dig a pit and not cover it, and an ox or an ass fall therein, the owner of the pit shall make it good and give money unto the owner of them, and the dead beast shall be his. That's a dumb rule. Man, a lot of people probably made a lot of really good money just digging holes and paying for oxen that way. Uh, and then just digging that ox out after a little bit. Uh, I dug a pit. There's, uh, the beast fell in, it's mine, and, uh, I'll pay you for it. But I imagine the pit is probably a lot deeper than just, like, you know, uh, like a couple feet deep of, uh, uh your ox fell in. It's probably, like, closer to a canyon. The ox is probably dead. And if one man's ox hurt another's, uh, that he die, then they shall sell the live ox and divide the money of it, and the dead ox also they shall divide. Or, if it be known that the ox hath used to push in time past, and his owner hath not kept him in, he shall surely pay ox for ox, and the dead shall be his own. Ugh. Fun. Okay, so we're getting some rules. We're getting some good things here. I dig it. Okay. Fun. All right, Exodus chapter 22. More rules, it seems, about oxens and things. If a man shall steal an ox or a sheep and kill it or sell it, he shall restore five oxen for an ox and four sheep for a sheep. Fun. I like the rule. You steal one, you got to replace a lot of it. You steal my PlayStation 4, you got to give me five of them. Fair, I guess. Don't steal, motherfucker. If a thief be found breaking up and be smitten that he die, there shall no blood be shed for him. If a thief be found breaking up, and be smitten that he die. That one I don't know. If the sun be risen upon him, there shall be blood shed for him. 
for he should make full restitution. If he have nothing, then he shall be sold for his theft. Still a little lost. If the theft be certain found in his hand alive, oh, okay, here we go, whether it be ox or ass or sheep, he shall restore double. Okay, if you catch the thief, you got to get double. If a man shall cause a field or a vineyard to be eaten and shall put his be- uh, put in his beast and shall feed in another man's field, of the best of his own field and of the best of his own vineyard shall he make restitution. You pay for what you take. Fair. Okay. If a fire break out and catch in thorns, that the stack of corn or the standing corn or the field be consumed therewith, he that kindled the fire shall surely make restitution. Oops. Okay, fair, yeah, right? If a man shall deliver unto his neighbor money or stuff to keep, and it be stolen out of the man's house, if the thief be found, let him pay double. Great. Fair, right? Okay. If the thief be not found, then the master of the house shall be brought unto the judges to see whether he have put his hand uh, unto his neighbor's goods. Fair enough. So you, if you're, like, just claiming that there's a thief, then, uh, you know, you have to figure if you actually... We have to do some investigating. Uh, but if you can prove that there's a thief, then there, we're going to go find him. If we find the thief, it works out really well for everybody around the way. Um, but we have to be sure that you, as the neighbor, didn't just, oh, it's gone, don't know where it went, oh, no. Uh, for all manner of trespass, whether it be for ox, for ass, for sheep, for raiment, or for any manner of lost thing, uh, which another challengeth to be his, the cause of both parties shall come before the judges, and whom the judges shall condemn, he shall pay double unto his neighbor. Don't let your shit wander into other people's stuff. So it's basically holding people accountable to be sure that everything is in your own little thing. I think this comes, uh, it starts to be that idea of uh, uh, good fences make good neighbors kind of thing, right? I don't really care for the rule because we're not really dealing with oxen anymore. But, you know, it's not entirely a bad thing, right? In this particular case, in at least the biblical sense. Because if I have to take care of a bunch of oxen, I'm going to make sure that that fence is well taken care of and probably marking my animals to be totally sure that that one's mine. And if he's starting to go toward that fence, oh, there will be a lashing upon his ass. Anyway, if a man deliver unto his neighbor an ass or an ox or a sheep or any beast to keep and it die or or be hurt or driven away, no man seeing it, then shall an oath of the Lord be between them both, that he hath not put his hand unto his neighbor's goods, and the owner of it shall accept thereof, and he shall not make it good. Okay, okay, well, you know, uh, uh, fine. And if it be stolen from him, he shall make restitution unto the owner thereof. Okay, fair, I guess. Uh, If it be torn in pieces, then let him bring it for witness, and he shall not make good on that that which was torn. So if animals get to him, uh, there's nothing that could be done. And if a man borrow aught of his neighbor, and it be hurt or die, the owner thereof being not with it, he shall surely make it good. Oops, I killed it. I'm going to make restitution. Uh, But if the owner thereof be with it, he shall not make it good. If it be uh, an hired thing, uh, it came for his hire. Okay. Um, so if you're not with it, if you didn't see the ox die, you'll pay for it. But if you're there and it just up and died on you, you'll be like, uh, uh, we gotta, you know, whatever. It's, it's fine. 
even if it's a hired thing, I guess. Servant, I think. And if a man entice a maid that is not betrothed and lie with her, he shall surely endow her to be his wife. Okay, so if you seduce a lady, you're going to make her your wife. If her father utterly refused to give her unto him, he shall pay money according to the dowry of virgins. I'm really curious what that amount is. Shekels being, I don't know how much that is. But it's a curious thing. Um, according to the dowry of virgins. Huh. Because imagine, you know, the dowry is going to have to be a lot higher uh, if, if, you know, assuming all things biblical, if you're going to be giving eventually a man a non, not a virgin. Um, which I suppose in that time was like, oh, but her dowry is, oh, well, yeah, I could do a lot with that. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I can live with that. I, I, that makes sense to me, I think. I, you know, you, you pay for what you, you take, I guess, is essentially what this is all about, I think. I don't know. Wait, here we go. Right? Um... 18. Thou shalt not suffer a witch to live. Wow. Oh, that's pretty cut and dry. It's awesome in its own sort of way of just fucking metal. Um, thou shalt not suffer a witch to live. Wow. <laughs> that's incredible. Hmm. So as early on as this, a witches were a thing. Um, which is really kind of cool to me that there were these... I wouldn't call them mythological or anything, but I, you know, these assumed women who assumedly practice some sort of magic, uh, and that they they were a thing, you know. It's interesting to me. Uh, cool. Well, all right. I I don't. I've I'm sure I've met a couple of Wiccans and witches in my time, and they seem pretty okay. Um, but, uh, so looks like I'm not, you know, a true follower of the Bible. Oh, well. Uh, whosoever lieth with a beast shall surely be put to death. And <laughs> Don't fuck your livestock and don't be fucked by your livestock. Uh, he that sacrificeth unto any god, save unto the Lord only, he shall be utterly destroyed. Hmm. Well, good to know. All right. But, you know, doesn't that, you know, if he's starting to sacrifice to another god, does that god protect him, or do you just up and destroy him? I mean, is there some paperwork that needs to happen? I'm just curious. I just want to be sure, you know, how this all works out. Uh, thou shalt neither vex a stranger nor oppress him, for ye were strangers in the land of Egypt. Fair. I think this is a thing that just goes, don't be an asshole. Uh, tw uh, 2221. Yeah, 2221. Don't be an asshole to people you don't know. Um, you shall not afflict any widow or fatherless child. Uh, so don't be an asshole to, uh, to women without, who have dead husbands or bastard children. Don't be an asshole. Um, if thou afflict them in any wise and they cry at all unto me, I will surely hear their cry, and my wrath shall wax hot, and I will kill you with the sword, and your wives shall be widows, and your children fatherless. This is all assuming that a guy is doing this the entire time. It seems to me it's pretty okay for women uh, to, to afflict widows and fatherless children. It seems that they're pretty exempt from this. But if you're a guy and you go, uh, you know, uh, you just be an asshole to 
uh, children, orphanly children and, and widows, then God's going to come down in an angry, angry rage and kill you with his big-ass, fiery sword of kick assidiness And the line down, your wives, assumingly you have more than one, shall be widows because you're going to die and your children will be fatherless. You will die. Fair. Okay. Good. Again, don't be an asshole. If thou lend money to any of my people that is poor by thee, thou shalt not be to him as a usurer, 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 usurer. Uh, neither shalt thou lay uh, upon him usury. Um, huh. I don't understand that one, really. Maybe just usurer is a strange word. I don't know. Uh, if thou at all take thy neighbor's raiment to pledge, thou shalt deliver it unto him uh, by the sun goeth down. Okay, so if you take his shirt, uh, you give it back to him by the end of the day. Uh, for that is his covering only. It is his raiment for his skin. Wherein shall he sleep? And it shall come to pass, when he crieth unto me, that I will hear, for I am gracious. Gracious. Uh, thou shalt not revile the gods, nor curse the ruler of thy people. Hmm, keeping the authority in the, where it needs to be, I suppose. Thou shalt not delay to offer the first of thy ripe fruits, and of thy liquors, the firstborn of thy sons, shalt thou give unto me. Still don't understand that. I mean, the firstborns and things. But it seemed to me the first part of, part of it was to be like, we offer you the good shit. Uh, likewise thou shalt do with thine oxen and with thy sheep. Seven days it shall be with, thy, with his dam, and on the eighth day thou shalt give it me. Uh, oh, okay, so like the, the, children, the, the, the litter of these oxen and sheep in seven days, uh, you can, it's fine, and on the eighth you, you give me the first. Ugh, not a good time to be the firstborn on anything. He's a thing of, there's a big rule about like being firstborn in this. It just does not work out well. And ye shall be holy men unto me, neither shall ye eat any flesh that is torn of beasts in the field. Ye shall cast it to the dogs. Okay, so any flesh that is torn of the beasts in the field. I'm assuming that this is any beast that gets eaten by, mostly eaten by, by other animals, jaguars, lions, etc. Um, and any of that food, you're not going to eat. You're going to give it to your dogs. You're going to give it to other animals, lesser things. Man's best friend. That's what you shall do. You will not partake of that sort of thing. Okay. Fun. We're learning all sorts of fun little rules here today, and it's good to know, finally. We're getting into the rule book of, uh, of the Bibble, and I'm all sorts of for it. Um, some fun ones, some weird ones, but whatever. Um, if you have any questions, thoughts, concerns, clarifications, please send me an email at accordingtostupid at gmail.com. You can send me a message uh, also at accordtostupid on the, uh, on the Twitter. Um, shit, what else? Uh, Patreon is still going on. Uh, you can hop on there. It's in the show notes. We still have some codes for Bloodwalker, my new audiobook that has just come out. It's, uh, I'm proud of it. It's a pretty good read if you like mysteries with a little bit of supernatural in there. Maybe you like uh, Russian accents or the Russian culture. Uh, that sort of thing. It's, it's, a, it's a good read. I, I was really happy to read this thing. I, uh, I don't, I, sometimes I get books that I'm, uh, that are, uh, not Dean Kuntz, 
but there are certainly some that I really enjoy, and I, uh, I certainly enjoy a majority of the books that I have done, certainly, um, and I'd be happy to recommend them. In the next couple weeks, uh, probably another one will be coming out, and I'll have more codes for that, and then uh, probably some more codes for the uh, next one after that. So I got like two more coming, and then a third probably by the end of March or so. Man, you guys are going to be all sorts of hearing my voice, so be on the lookout for that. Anywho, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Please share if you can. Um, that that it helps spread the word. Write a review. It's really nice, and it you know you, you can put a nickname on there so no one knows it's you. Uh, yeah. Anyway, love you big. Toodaloo. Bye bye. All right, stop listening to the music and listen to me. You need to pick yourself up and go on the online and uh, check out bensound.com, okay? Do you need music for something? Because you probably do. I Shut up. Yes, you do. Uh, you need to go to bensound.com and check it out because it is some good music at, uh, at, uh, at a good place, okay? Check it out. Go. Just go.